Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 71st episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Next, you may notice that during this recording, we were all a little ill. Please forgive us our sniffles and coughs. Next, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Andy Beggar, thank you. Stephen Strange, thank you. What? Well, <laughs> we got the Marvel comic book characters. Thank it, he he gives us money. Yeah, it seems that he does. He's a surgeon, but also the Sorcerer Supreme. Dylan Fitchelberg, thank you. Andy, thank you. Thanks, Andy. Hans Buteau, thank you. Thanks, Hans. Eric Fields, thank you. Timothy Murray, thank you. Timothy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, way to show off, Cat. What do you mean? <laughs> I wasn't trying to show off. You were trying to show off. <laughs> you were hot dogging I on just, these names. <laughs> you, I just messed up. <laughs> you know what? Just for that, you get to read the next one. Oh, you mean Dylan Malenfant? You thank think that's you. it? It might be that. That's I cool. think it's that. Flashoverarts.com. Thank you. Thank you, Flashoverarts.com. 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 I assume that's what you wanted out of this transaction. <laughs> you get to say this one, too. <laughs> Christian Nicola Jason. <laughs> Christian Nicola Jason. Thank you. Christian. Yeah, you're not going to fare any better. Christian Nicola Jason. Thank you. Oliver Coke. Thank you. And now. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Implementation! The crew of the Minoc, having been separated for a harrowing 24 hours, has come together and put together a series of plans to get themselves out of their current predicaments. But will they be able to do it in their current states of distraction? Lelik Gilo is currently suffering the aftershocks of his fatal encounter with his fallen brother's cantankerous courtesan, Chartreuse. Bacta is determined to call the woman he believes to be the still-living Jedi Master Sean Jeezel, a woman he thought sacrificed her life for his over five years ago on Kamino during Order 66. Lintel Laroon is currently being confronted with an artifact her former mentor has tasked her with dedicating her life to chasing. Finally, Captain Trist Valentine has not slept in a very, very long time. Let's do the destiny roll. Uh, uh, two threats. Fantasy flight, force, and destiny roll. Force and destiny roll brought to you by fantasy flight. Fantasy flight. One light side. One dark side. One dark side. Two brought to you by fantasy flight. Fantasy flight. So three light side and two dark side? Yes. Two light and three dark? Opposite way around. Three light and two dark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> three light and two dark sound Man, like bounty hunters. hunters. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Lord Almighty. <laughs> We ready? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so last we left off, you guys had made plans for what you were about to go do. Shopping, I think. No, 
Okay. Uh, so we open on back to moving at a quick pace down a hallway. He's not running, but that's because he doesn't want to appear suspicious. He is headed down the sort of deserted corridor that's on the way to the hangar where the Minoc is currently sitting. This is the same super, super high ceilings that we've seen a bunch of times before. You have no problem approaching the parking lot that you've been at a billion times before. No one's suspicious of you. Okay. It is 3 a.m. It's the wee hours. Bacta makes his way over to the ship. Well, before you do that, mm -hmm. roll me perception. Two successes and two threats. So you see that at the like far end, there is a, whatchamacallit? The candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> what are all those candy bars doing there? There's a Findian authority who is talking to someone who has the t-shirt associated with the bike convention, who's like way down the line. How far are they from the ship or are they in the direction of the ship? Well, no, they're way far away from you right now. Okay. I think Bacta's just going to have to go towards the ship. Mm -hmm. He goes up to the ship, takes the keys out of his pocket. Unlocks the ship, and the envoy ramp comes down. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he steps aboard. Congrats, you're on board the Minoc. Excellent. Bacta goes down to the brig of the ship. Okay. In the brig, passed out, there is a Findian. Roll me a xenology. What's the difficulty? What's the difficulty? What? Average. Average. Yes. <laughs> I got two successes and two threats. She did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she appears to be... Dead. <laughs> In her late teens. Oh, okay. Check her pulse. Can I do a medicine check? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. What's Can the you? On? Average. Ooh. Great. Not a success. She did. <laughs> it's a failure. She, and no threats. She's out cold. Really out cold. And you have no idea why. Put a blanket on her. First thing I do, I grab a med kit and... So you did a medical check, failed it. Failed it. And then the first thing you do is you grab a med kit. <laughs> grab a med kit. You're the best doctor we've got on the ship. Um, he is actually grabbing a lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I grab a lunchbox, I eat lunch. No, you Same. think it's a med kit. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I have some questions about where you keep this. Because the logistics of the ship, you put down the ramp, you get up into it, and you keep the brig in the basement. So it was in the first thing that you saw. She was right there. Okay, yeah, so I go over to where the med kit is on the wall in the basement. Okay. I open it up and it's full of whatchamacallits. Okay. They just fall out of there back to size, then goes to the upper area of the ship and goes to the med kit that they keep in the main area right beneath Cat, where her voice box is. It's in sits. the kitchen. Okay. He so opens there's... up that kit. It's full of whatchamacallits. Great. If you've gone <laughs> into the kitchen, candy. there's stuff on the kitchen table now. There's like, stuff. I believe it's called Ikebana. There's a really nice flower arrangement and there's a data pad and like a jar of glowy green stuff um is there a note of some sort there's a data pad okay oh he goes over to the data pad i forgot we're in the future data pad is there a note <laughs> did you see anything data pad you turn on the data pad there's a bunch of notes about various magic things found on the ship and questions about them magic things found on the ship mm -hmm. the notes are things to the effect of like dog poppet found in lower bathroom contains lizard teeth question mark warding spell incomplete what's this function suggestions for improvement and then a bunch of things that like you don't fully understand because you don't do magic. Okay. So flower arrangement and some unidentified green goo? Yeah. Okay. That's glowy. Back to... 
sighs, goes back down, grabs the girl, throws <laughs> her over her shoulder, goes back up. And I know, just know, I'm flipping a light side point for it. Because Lena loves disguise, there is a wheelchair on the ship that he uses to do an old grandma character. <laughs> where is their space? <laughs> Guys, where it's is a their folding space? It's a folding wheelchair and a folding where grandma is their character. Space? <laughs> in that bathroom that we don't use. It's in Star Wars where every goddamn thing in the world hovers. So it's a hover chair. Well, yeah, like like uh, Yoda's little yeah. hover pod. Trist isn't there right now. But it's like a disc. When you said where is their space, he would have stared out into the inky blackness of the <laughs> cosmos and said, there she is. But he's not there, so he can't. Actually, I oh, feel that's... like that's the perfect line to cut over to Trist. <laughs> no, we can't. Don't do that. We can't cut to me yet. Also, Trist definitely uses it as a sex chair. Yeah, I mean... A sex retractable disc, sex chair because now I'm realizing it's definitely a disc thing that Yoda uses it's definitely a disc thing I grab the girl I put her on the disc I throw a blanket around her and he's gonna go wheel her to a med station external to the ship as you're going to wheel her down the gangway you notice that they are fast approaching something I can help you with good evening uh, are you Oliver McQueen uh no you look like Oliver McQueen I'm Oliver McQueen not Oliver McQueen. You clearly mean someone else. Sorry. You'll Sorry. Excuse me. Don't want to cause too many waves it's tonight. Been a but, late uh, night. Yeah. I've got somewhere to be. Oliver Queen. Right. Yes. Uh, and this is the spice rack. Uh no. This would not be the spice rack. It's not. Nope. That's what we have listed here on this warrant. Mm, well, the spice rack would be the nickname that we came up for our ship halfway through being on Findar, but on, it was definitely not called the spice rack when we. I've also it. got it possibly AKA'd as the Libraratron. The Libraratron. That's what we're on. Really? Yes, I'm, we are. It's right here. I don't Yeah. That's right. That's, this is that ship? I have the bike records here and you have the Findar records. So that is what makes sense. Yes, because you do have these different... Uh, we're talking about the same ship, though. That's the ship and you're Oliver Queen McQueen. You have Nutmeg Wolf listed, I believe. It's the same guy. We both, we're looking at the, a picture of the same ship and a picture of the same guy. It's this guy. It's this guy. <clears throat> yeah. You're the guy. What can I help you gentlemen with? Call came in that one Hessa Chrisix might be on the ship. Oh, good. You can help me with this. Yeah. We can uh, help you with I found somebody broke into my ship. Young kid, probably from bike. This? This kid in the blanket here? Yeah, I was about to take her to a med station. I assume bike is a crazy convention. Stuff got out of hand and she was on my ship. Right, sir. We're going to have to ask you to come with us. And you see their hands start to casually edge toward their blasters. Okay, guys, I'm going to go onto my ship because I feel like I need to contact my lawyer. So I'm going to get my communicator and I'll be right back. No, you're not. You can talk to your lawyer down at the station. Okay, well, I'm walking back towards the ship. The cop draws. A draw. <laughs> You're coming with us. That's the last we'll hear about it. Now don't make me do something that I don't want to do. Look, I've had a long 24 hours, okay? This would not be the first fight that I've gotten in. You do not get paid enough for the trouble that you're about to be in. You're going to have to roll for that. What's the difficulty on this, Gap? Easy. This guy's pushover. This guy's pushover. Push Great. This guy's trash. That's who JPC was playing, Cat. so I feel like we should go with that. The man's dirt. Three. Two threats, a success, and a triumph. How does it go down? Back to still looking over his shoulder, headed back to the ship. I didn't get a good chance to look her over, but she's alive. You found the girl. Everything's fine. I'll even put a few credits in for you. Sound good? Um, 
Yeah, maybe we got back to the ship and uh, found the girl and didn't find the guy. No paperwork for anyone. Well, no, I mean, you don't get to make that call. We still have to write up a report about this. Less paperwork, probably. I don't know, Finda. Yeah, it's the same amount of paperwork. Yeesh. Okay. Maybe we just look the other way on this one? I don't know. Do you want to die here? He's the one with a gun. He wants to stand down. He said credits? Yeah. Bacta takes some credits out of his pocket, 200 credits, tosses it over to the kid. He nods. Make sure she gets a good medical examination. Anything untoward happened, you know where to find us. Oh, you shouldn't be here. You should leave now. I okay. shouldn't know where to find you. Gesture of trust. What? What I'm saying is that you've checked it out, you found the girl in an unrelated location, and if you really think that there's some unjust thing that happened, you can come back here with a lot more guys. Okay. Great. Gesture addressed. Back to, turns back to the ship, walks away. They take the girl and start to book away. You head back into the mm -hmm. ship. Not three minutes later, you hear a yelp of surprise and shoot down the thing. Yeah, I've got my gun now slung over my shoulder, ready for blaster. Yeah, it's and the make a perception check. Average. That is failure. Oh, I go to my hip and use the life sign tracker that everybody in Star Wars has. You take out a scanner? Yeah, I take out a scanner. <laughs> you see three life signatures and then one of them rapidly moving off and get into a vent. You see the green dot go into the vent um, up and away and it blips, blips, blips and focuses in until we have the lovely green of your skin. Oh. Yeah, we go in from the green blip to Lenik one-handedly bypassing. He has like the, the panel on the wall pulled open and he's bypassing the lock to get into the shop where earlier Zavokin crew had been tearing apart the ship that you guys had jacked. Are there any more of those dial-up monsters in there? Okay, they followed us in there, right? Or they came in it there? It was just the just one. Just one. Okay. And you guys pulverized it. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Make me a easy lock pick or Is, mechanics. Okay. Three successes and a threat. Three successes and a threat. Yeah. The door opens into pitch black. Sure. It's a huge, huge space. Have we established that I have some sort of night vision? Yeah, Rodians have That's what I thought. pretty decent night vision, but mostly it's based off of heat, and this space doesn't have a whole lot of sure. heat. So you can kind of see the outlines of the crates and things, but it's mostly a giant expanse of nothing. Okay. I pull out my cell phone and unlock it and hold it up as a flashlight. Do we have flashlights? What are flashlights called in Star Wars? Yeah, I don't need one. I don't need one. <laughs> so you just go in without a light? You could also find the switch. Well, that's so... That calls a lot of attention. I'll look in the office for a torch. Okay. Yeah, I think you find one under under something. A mag light? Yeah, that brand. What? <laughs> no, guys. It's never dark in America. <laughs> They're good flashlights. Mag lights are great flashlights. A mando light. <laughs> yeah, you find something that's like a like a wand. Yeah. The camera follows you as creepily the long, long stacks of crates. Yeah. So I, I want to walk towards the chasm area where Chartreuse fell. We get to see your Rodian vision for a few seconds as her body's still kind of warm, but uh, you know, but it's been a little while, yeah. so she's. Can I flip a dark cool. side point for it to be gone? You don't get to flip dark side points. <laughs> ah, beaten by your own Shatar, her hoist, <laughs> dated yeah. by your own Picard. She's there. I'm gonna search her body for whatever I can find. Yeah. So. 
Congrats, you loot the body. Okay. Congrats, um, you loot the body. You get potions and... 25G. A 10-foot pole. And then a, just a big row of scarves that <laughs> keep pulling out. And But I go too far and then there's a pair of underwear with hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get, I mean, you get her wallet, you get... Her keys. Her keys. I don't a know. Dove, a what live was she carrying dove? on her? Probably not much, honestly. You know, the, just the things that she would need if she were to bolt. Yeah. There's um, a quarter behind some her. Some hacking rear. equipment. Yeah. I don't need that. I just want basically her, anything that could identify her body. Well, a thing that you know about person identification is the body itself is going to identify her. Hmm. You know, it's the future. Right. I guess I have to. <laughs> well. Do you think I need, to, this is a question for for, for Kat. Kat. Um, the computer if, ownership. Yeah, I know. Okay. If I were to eat this body, <laughs> uh, do, do you think I need to dispose of the body or does it not matter? Because do you think someone would be able to trace her to us? Well, you have a bunch of loose ends right now. Mm-hmm. You have Zavok and that other guy. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'll grab everything that I need off of her body and I'll pick it up. Do I know where there would be either an incinerator or a place where I could airlock her off of the station? This is a place where you could airlock her off of the station. And this is also a place where you could find out where there is an incinerator. You'd just have to find out from the office and you'd have to do some minor hacking. I'll just airlock her then. Okay. Yeah. Is it difficult or can I just walk up to a thing and... I think you can just walk up to the thing and do that. Okay. Right? Your call. (laughs) I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't be able to. Okay. Yeah. So I think you sling her over your shoulder... Think for a few seconds, look over at the red glowy thing holding space at bay, and then over to the push button on the wall next to it. And then we scene transition over to this kid. What you up to? Trist is asleep at the uh, wheel of, or is sleeping in the captain's chair of the wild card that he very much enjoys. He's uh, got both feet crossed up on the dashboard, fast asleep, hat over his eyes, and Lynn walks in. Not intentionally being quiet, but being quiet and catches Trist as he's just completely defenseless and sleeping. And is she with the kids? I don't think so. Yeah, did the kids go to follow Lenik? Where that... did the kids go? Oh, he ditched the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So the kids were with Lenik and he ditched them. Was... Yeah, they're in an ice cream parlor. <laughs> is he coming back from the bathroom? <laughs> uh, Lynn looks at Trist and then takes his hat off and puts it to the side. Trist. Yeah? I'm awake. I'm, wa- I'm up. Okay, so I made the copies. Okay. Which ones? Do you want to keep both copies? or You want to give me both copies? Nope, just one. You, this is one copy. Yes. Why is it on two drives? Uh, no, just take one copy. I'm taking both of these copies. No, just one. Okay, one's the original. Just take the one. Put the one that you want me to have in my hand. I already did. Then what's this one I'm holding? This is the one? Yes. Okay, well then don't wake me up and start yelling. Because I had to... S- I get I, it. I'll wake you up with calf next time. S- get it. No, I get it. No, no. Don't order me a calf. I've ordered eight or nine calves since you left. I don't know how to stop ordering these things. <laughs> I'll figure it's out the only button I know. how to correctly wake you up in time. Okay. Are you coming with? I thought that... Look, I don't want to talk to Cardas. Neither do I. And it's going to be dangerous, so you should definitely not come with. But I could die out there. Uh, so if there's anything you want to say or do to me right now... No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Have fun. How close was I? Was I close? No. Okay. <laughs> Fine. See you later. Okay, I need the shields. Oh, that's this. Bye. Goodbye. I have my communicator. You can just always talk to me on that. You were asleep. What's and that? you needed the shields to be physically handed to you. Yes. Is there anything else you need? No. Wait, yeah, no. No. 
Okay. You go. I'll be here. I'm fine. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Do you know what you're doing? Yes, I'm flying the ship to a place, leaving it there for Cardas with the shields, taking the wild card or the ante, the ante. The ante. Flying it back here. Bango, bango. Django Fett, we're done. Great. Okay. Okay. Stop. Just go. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah, so where do you take the ship? He wants to leave it kind of away from Findar. I mean, you could leave it, like, in the... System. The system, yeah. Yeah, I think he's just going to go somewhere else in this system to leave it. Just a different Because if Cardas knows he's going to be back on Findar, because it's still bike. So you fly the wild card. Yeah. Land it onto a planet, a moon. Uh, a star. Land on a star. Don't land on a star. I don't know that I want... Do I need to land it on a planet? You don't. I think I'm just going to leave it in space. That feels dangerous. Yeah. You should probably... Well, you're right. What are you trying to... You're trying to sell Trist on not doing something by saying, that sounds dangerous? There's probably a way to park it in orbit, right? You could just I mean, leave the, it somewhere. There's just... also, like, the, the risk of space trash, but I feel like going down to a planet is, like, you know, there's hostile locals and stuff like that. What about an asteroid? Well, most planets are... aren't inhabited. Yeah, that's what it says on the map, but I get down there and all of a sudden Lilliputians are tying Trist Valentine to a tree and making him their god. I gotta marry a sexy woman? I'm not doing that. I'm leaving it in space, where I know nobody alien. Is that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go to the one where there are horses. <laughs> no, we'll save the that Quinnums? for we'll save that for together. The Quinnums are the best ones. Yeah. Wait, what are the? Isn't it? Aren't they Quinnums? I thought it was Brobdingnagians. No, Brobdingnagians are. Are we doing? It's landing on a Charon planet, okay, guys? Is it Star Trek now? Are we doing Star Trek now? No, we we are doing a uh... Gulliver with Jack Black. Yeah, School of Rock. I'm leaving it in space. Uh, but before I <laughs> before I do that. I'm going to uh, hail uh, George Cardas. Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, so George Cardas pops up. The hollow setup in Talon's ship is much nicer than yours, so it's like you guys are just sitting in front of each other. No, Tris is not sitting. He's standing. Okay. With his back to Cardas. <laughs> with his hands clasped behind his back, and he's wearing one of Talon's coats. Okay, so the intention of this hollow setup was to have two people... Sitting and talking to each other. I feel like it's a it's a follow cam. This is a butt shot, though. <laughs> no, it's a follow cam. Oh yeah, he definitely hemmed think? the jacket. So, so that it's... first of all, if this is a nice Sheeks. ship, it's definitely got like full body setting as well for people who want to get up and move. So, and also, Talon's a walk and talk. Talon's a walk and talk. Okay, okay. So it's gonna yeah. So George is in his pilot seat. He's got a duster and a cowboy hat, like he does. He looks cozy. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking at him. Where are you set up? Just in the middle, like standing on the bridge of the ship. Behind him? No, what, behind him. No, I'm. he's looking at me, but he's looking at my back. Yeah. Are yeah. you behind the chair? Where are you? No, I'm like out in the open. I like to think that Trist had to like bend down facing the the hollowed thing, press the button. I and pressed then the call and then I and ran. And then run real yeah, quick. Yeah, I ran real quick <laughs> and turned my, yeah. Very casual. Uh, I wait for him to talk. Valentine! George Cardas. I turn around. Uh, good to see you again. Not great to see you! I thought you might think that, George. That was actually my first guess, so I won that guess. But I think that your mind's going to change by the end of this conversation. That's the hope. Uh, happy to say that our terms, our agreed upon terms, came to fruition. Job complete. Everybody walks away happy. That's the hope. Come come tell me about it. Um, I turn back around and start to walk. <sighs> Magnificent ship, isn't it, George? You know, when you give it back to Talon, if you choose to give it back to Talon, tell him I truly, truly love this ship. 
How is Talon? Is he alive? Why would you care? You're right. <laughs> I don't care. But I always like to know who alive and who dead. <laughs> Especially if they're my enemies. <laughs> Funny. Once I considered you an enemy, George, and here we are. I turn back around, chatting like a couple of old friends. <laughs> I have your shields. Part of the bargain. I already took my medicine. You're part of the bargain. So our uh, deal is concluded. Look. I'm looking. You took the wild card. True. Not part of our deal. The ante. And you left. Don't. Did not take the ante. Left the ante. No. You have it. It's on the wild card. Well, I'll have to go looking for it, but I don't know where it is. And you uh, left all my crew stranded on Plone. Yeah, technically Talon's crew and your service, but stranded, correct. Got the Empire real mad. At me, not really at you. Mm. Your people were kind of blameless there. Kind of mad at my people. Yeah, well, they deserved it. For failing, they did fail. For shooting at him. Whoa, they shot at the Empire? Oh, well, like, before. But that was mostly me. And I did kill a lot of those guys. That's for free. No charge on that one. Yeah, it's not not a thing that I needed to happen. So, uh... This is true, and for the inconvenience, George, I offer you this. The Empire thinks that we made it away with the shields. They think that we're no longer in your good graces. But I'm allowing you to reclaim this ship. That's a considerable cost back in your pocket. And also... Oh, where the hell did I put that? Well, somewhere on this ship are the shields. Lynn gave them to me, and I made sure to keep them in my hand while I was driving here. So I can't find them now, and oh, here they are. Here they are. And I'm putting them down, and you're seeing where I'm putting them, and I will not touch them. So when you find the ship, you'll find the shields. Now, the Empire doesn't know you have the shields. So it seems like you got away with a pretty good bargain. You can either give them back to the Empire and save some face, or keep them and make some... The Empire didn't care about those. They were there for something else. Perfect. Well, then they don't know what they don't know. So you don't have any deal to pass these off to the Empire? No, you know that. Well, then you're a rich man. What are you complaining about? You're going to be in hats and dusters for the rest of your life, George. Hats and dusters for the rest of your life. You don't have another thing planned to offer me? To not be mad as hell that you stranded my people back there? I mean, I could have taken the ship, right? Yeah, the thing that I figured you were going to do when I was... Because I was setting up the whole thing for them to try to take you, and then I figured that you were just going to take the ante and get out of there. That's what I did. That's what I figured you were going to do, but you didn't just take the ante. You took the wild card, and I don't know why you do that. (laughs) That You thought I was going to strand my people? I had Lynn with me. Yeah, you two in the ante, you would have made it out fine. Ante's a one-person ship. Yeah, you two would have fit. It was. Oh, trust me, Lynn is not going to fall for that again, okay? I've done the you two will fit in the one-person thing with her before, and it's... I don't think you've known each other that long. Trust me. I've known her. You get me, George? Anyway, I improvised. It's what I do. And I'm saying you still came out pretty far ahead. Look, you landed yourself in a mess of trouble with me. And I'm going to have no problem hunting you down. Okay. I don't doubt that. The way I see it... We leave a hell of a trail. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a calling card for anyone who wants to to come try. You know that I deal in information. True. So here's what I want from you. Great. The real reason that I wanted you on Plone was Laroon. The Empire was there for that holocron. Sure. And don't I... Don't know what that is. Don't... I mean, what? Right. And you have it now and they don't, and that's great. I don't ha- have it. But... But? Uh, I have no idea why that freckly kid wanted you guys there. Talon? What? Who? No. Uh, Rangan. The, uh, blue. So he wanted... 
you and Laroon down on that planet for some reason. One in, in the past tense, because he dead, right? No. <laughs> I killed him a couple days ago, George. Get with it. <laughs> yeah, that kid's not dead, because a few days ago, he let me know that something was going down on Plone, and that... You talked to him? Yeah. How'd he look? How does he always look? I don't know. Dead at the bottom of a roof? <laughs> no. Son of a biscuit. He He's alive. Well, George, what did I say about liking to know when my enemies are alive? You, you let me know this stuff. This is stuff you lead with. So Blue wanted us down on Tlone? So what? So the Empire could take us? No, I don't know. I'm asking you, what did she do there? I don't know why he wanted you there. Hold on, George. When we took this deal, you're telling me you knew that Blue wanted us down on the planet and you didn't tell me any of that? No, I didn't. Ah, oh, God, you're good. You're a snake, but you're good. So you let me know why. Why he wanted us there? Yeah, what did she do? Dead. What did she do? Well, we killed him. We, I mean, she basically killed him pretty good. I mean, we killed him off a roof. No, 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 no. On clone. No, this was, uh, this was Mandalore at the time. Yeah. Yep, it was Mandalore. We were at the Kyber Crystals. <laughs> You're not getting it. Something about clone was special. What was special about clone? Um, God, I guess... Lynn and I shared a moment in there, but, uh... Irrelevant. Come on. Well, okay, so we went down to Tlone, we got the shields, and, um, you know, we saw, like, a artifacty thing in there, you know, one of the Lynn things that she likes to grab and touch, and she took that. What is it? Oh, it's a, um, hold on, I know this. It is a Sith Not the Sith. Fulcrum. Not the Sith holocron. What else was there? Boy, uh, okay, what else was there? Sith Fulcrum. Um... I had, a, I had a slug thrower down there. Don't worry. Did that in the shields. I, 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 think, I think it was just the fulcrum in the shields. Right. If you remember what else happened that isn't those things. Okay. Why someone who works for the Empire would want to mess with the Empire's plans, and also why he specifically needed Laroon, let me know, and you're off the hook. Otherwise, I mean, I'm coming for you. Okay, well, George, y you should say that after you agree that I should, like, leave the ship and the shields here. You're doing the negotiation all wrong. You you don't want to tell me that you're coming after me. Then I'll be ready. You want to make me think... Uh, okay, hold on. You can leave the ship and the shields there. I figure you're doing that already. No, that's the wrong thing to figure. Of course I'm not doing that now. You messed up the whole thing, and now I don't, you know, and now I got to blow up the ship or something. I got to find a way to blow up the ship. Don't blow up the ship. I got to blow up the ship. Why? Because the, sh the ship was my part of the thing. And you said the thing isn't Tris, good enough. just think about it. This is your chance to get square with me. Sorry I had to be like this, Cardas. I really am. Think about it. Tris Valentine never thinks. What else? I, I hang up <laughs> on George Cardas. <sighs> Does the ship have an AI or any sort of computer on it? Definitely. I like load we up the... scene transition. Okay. <laughs> Do we want to go to back to Do you think Mr. Gilo is going to come back from the bathroom soon? <laughs> I hope he's okay. Me too. Let's go over to Bacta. <laughs> <laughs> so Bacta in the ship now is doing a thorough search through the ship for what was touched. He's checking all of the secret compartments that he knows about. He is going through the weapons, making sure everything's there. Checking on the lizards, making sure that they're okay. Checking on the plants that we have to feed the lizards, making sure they're okay. Should I roll for that, or is there anything else out of order? They're bugs. Somebody take a take a pound of cockroaches, just release it on the ship. Um, Crickets. No. Mealworms. Yeah. 
mealworms is what got you. Some stuff has been tidied, but like... Bacta, as soon as you say that, Bacta gets an idea. He clearly very proud of himself for this idea. Ket, could you replay the kitchen cam so I know how to tidy up the kitchen after cooking? Oh, oh, Cat shows you <laughs> the kitchen footage. Yeah, Ava was here. <laughs> Bacta had a cup of tea as, as he was watching this, so obviously he spits that out. Yeah, she came in with a tote bag earlier and put down the, the flower arrangement to start. And then you see her like going around the ship and like coming in with different things that Tamlin has made, hence the tidy. And like I would recognize them as little crafts. That little weird things on. that you thought were probably like arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Like clowns do. And then she makes a cup of tea or calf and mm-hmm. takes notes Wait, on she them. the calf? And takes notes on them on That's the data pad. And then um, she had a thing of flowers with her that wasn't the display and at one point drains the life energy from them and puts them into that jar and leaves the jar there for, for them. Um, finishes writing notes there. She just killed these flowers and <laughs> put them down on the ship. Um, and Wait then, a minute. No, she didn't drain the life force. You're right. She didn't. Crap. Never mind. Does then, she notice that she can't do that? You're right. So, yeah, she has a thing of flowers with her and she like tries to... You see, what she do with those you flowers? <laughs> Try to do something. She's just shaking the flowers. <laughs> shaking flowers. She came up to her ship to <laughs> shake flowers. Why is that she shaking the flowers? Is she? Oh, is someone yeah. shaking flowers oh, over here? Oh, why? You shouldn't be doing it. Cool, blimey. She's shaking the flowers. <laughs> Walking around super confused. Exits. Comes back a little while later with a jar full of the green glowy stuff and puts it down. Um, glowy stuff. She also, at one point, seems to get into an argument with Kat. <laughs> Um, I think that's everything that really happened in the kitchen. Okay. Do people have to go through the kitchen in order to get to the brig? Because we have a very small layout. No, the way you get to the brig is through the the hallway. So people can get to the brig without having to be on camera. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Okay. So back to seeing that goes back over to the list of things. Is it just lists of different spells and incantations and things that Tamlin was doing? Yeah. And like things that she's guessing about them and uh, suggestions. And then the notes that are like, please explain this more and we should meet about this. What the griff? Linek. You get a call. Oh, that phone's <laughs> off, baby. <laughs> or I see that I'm getting a call and I just decline it. Linek, I'll need you to call me back right away. Why have you been talking to Ava Auric? Do you think this is a game? She was on the ship. She was on the ship and she got all of Tamlin's stuff. She just laid it out on the table. She was on the ship and Tamlin could have been here. So I need you to call me back right away because you have been holding something back from me and I don't know what it is. And now Tamlin's in trouble. He hangs up. He's got this data pad. He grabs his head, starts freaking out. And then he looks down to his communicator again. He pulls up the previous calls, pulls up that number and dials. Oh, shoot. Scene transition. Scene transition. Hey, Lenik. Hey, uh, so Lenik declines a call, <laughs> puts his phone back in his pocket, or his, uh, and uh, is he at the airlock mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. So he props her body on the edge, like looks into her face, and he starts, you know that thing where people, like, like silent sobbing, basically, where you're breathing really heavy? He starts to do that and just pushes her into the airlock. And she thuds to the ground, and he presses the button and blasts her out. Oh, goodbye, Chartreuse.
and he turns around and and makes a a beeline to where her ship is. He hits the panic button on the clicker and is just trying to find where the horn noise is coming from. <laughs> <laughs> well, so her ship isn't there. You you press the thing again and start to exit, and your threat goes off. My what? Um, your threat, because you rolled a threat when you oh, were okay, entering okay, this okay. place. Um, I thought that was a new power I had. <laughs> <laughs> your lenix senses are tingling <laughs> on your way out back through the thing um you like go to to start locking up again and you notice zavok coming down the hallway because the alarm had gone off hey wait do, does he notice me or do i notice him uh roll me a perception sure zev how how hard is it well that's a good question um zev how do you think you were approaching the alarm went off and you had it routed to your thing I think if the alarm is going off, Zeb is not overly concerned. I'll bet Findar Station is kind of a clunker, generally. Things like alarms go off. So it's average. The reason that he was worried about this would be... Is that two? Yeah. The crime that happened there. Two successes and two threats. You go to, to exit and it has like a small a portal window porthole window sure and you see him in the brightly lit hallway before he sees you because it's dark inside you never bother to turn a light on inside you just see his bright orange jumpsuit in the hall like a river flows gently to the sea darling so it goes some things are meant to be a uh, follow-up question yeah? has he repaired everything that he needs to repair do you know that i don't know i must i must because bacta would know right because he was the last one with him bacta would know you could take bacta's call he wouldn't have told me mm. no you went to have a shower you went to have a hissy fit in a shower and now you can't murder someone again you could take bacta's call yeah i'll call him back line's busy all right if I shoot like the light switch, how do light switches work in Star Wars when you shoot them? They do not work like doors. Do, so like if I, well, what, I, what I'm asking is if I shoot it, would he be able to turn the lights on? Oh, oh yeah. You can ruin a light switch that way. I will do that. Okay, cool. Or like stab it with my sword or just whatever, whatever I need to do to ruin that. You can switch. shoot it. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. a good use of your time. I'll do that. So you that's can, a good use of your time. <laughs> you can shoot it and go hide. Okay, I'll do that. Cool. You do that, then Zev opens the door, notices that it's been mangled with, and he has to, like, manually move it. What the hell is going on here? Tries for the light switch, sees that it isn't working. I was just here. That Griffin robot <laughs> fight. Ah, jeez. Hey, maintenance, can we get someone down here, like, right away? <laughs> well, wake him up. <laughs> Okay, then you know what? He can explain to the inspector tomorrow why it's messed up. Because if I'm not calling you, I'm calling security. It doesn't have to be like this. It does not have to be like this. Just wake him up. He turns off his communicator. This is going to be my whole night. It's going to be my whole Griffin night. He sighs. Zavoke opens the door and starts to walk away. You can do that. Is there another way out besides that door and you, the airlock? You can go exploring. I mean, logistically, there are probably vents and things. Okay, I'll look around for another way to get out. You find a vent. I will climb in that vent. Have fun, Ezra. <laughs> so, a life scanner. The green of your skin goes into a thing and we boop, 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 start following you into a vent. <sighs> and then we 
we see like Lenik, you know, go into that vent and he's like crawling and bumping around. And then we see a shot of a vent and there's a bump, bump, bump. And the vent falls away and Trist climbs out of the vent, takes out his communicator and he's calling Jane. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Hello? Jane, it's Trist. What do you want? Look, I've been crawling all around the wild card trying to figure out how to blow this thing up. Would you just tell me wait, how to blow it up? Wait, 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 what? You're you're doing what? Who is it? I'm blowing up the wild it's, card and it's I... It's Trist. Who's there with you? Is that Lynn? It, it's Pliff. It's Pliff. Lynn's not there? No, Lynn's not with us. Okay, We're good. We're waiting for Mr. Gilo in the bathroom. Hey, y'all, uh, we gotta close up this ice cream shop. Who's that? This is 24 hours. Yeah, well, this is the 25th hours. hour, so, uh, things are a little weird up on the station. Okay. We close for one hour to clean and... You're going to have to tell our friend he's in the bathroom. Oh, I just checked the bathroom. There's nobody in there. Son of a griff. Son of a... Hey, listen. I can't believe you just leave us like that. I need you to tell me how to blow up this ship, okay? We don't even have... Is there a, really? Is there a Finner button? Station Pri- currency. Really? The person who abandoned us on Merkur, you hey, can't Hey, I don't believe? have a lot of time here, Jane. I need to know how to blow this thing Why up. Why are you blowing it up? Because the thing went wrong. Well, then don't blow it up. Sell it for parts. We can't sell it for parts. They'll trace it back to us. Blowing it up is not going to... Of course they'll trace it back to you, but they know where you are already, so it doesn't matter. Just make the money. Make the money, Valentine. Look, if, I don't you know have how hard time it's going to teach be you to how sell to be a good a fin- smuggler, okay? Look, I called you because you have a explosive temper, and I figured that you, of all people, would know how to blow up this ship. You never thought about blowing up the ship? Is there a button? How do I do it? Also, I, you can't tell Lynn that I blew up the ship. I am not recommending that you blow up that ship, and I don't want to be involved in that process, okay? How's that sound, Valentine? Okay, well, fine. I just remembered that I can just fly it into a star, so... It seems like a really bad idea when you could just sell it for parts. We're on bike. We're on bike? Yes, we're on Findar 4 bike, whatever. Yeah, we're on Findar 4 bike. Just sell the ship. Sell the ship. Okay, you arrange a buyer. I'm going to figure out how to blow up this ship. Valentine out. <laughs> Look, do you have like 20 credits? Because I don't. Oh, y'all don't have any money? We didn't say that. Well, you got two options. All right, you can finish that ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, 20 scoop supreme, and get it for free, or you can wash dishes for the rest of the night. Have you ever seen someone 120 pounds finish a 28-ounce ice cream in three minutes? Yeah. You're about to see it again. There's like a clinking noise, and we go back to... Tristus now, um, uh, he's like rummaged through more of the ship, and he's sitting holding his communicator, or holding like, yeah, he doesn't need to hold a communicator. <sighs> All right, just do it, Tris. Just do it. Just get it over with. Just pull the bandaid off. <sighs> he calls Lynn. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Hello? Hey, Lynn. Everything's good. What's wrong? Okay, so Cardas completely boned the negotiations. He messed up big time, so we're now... What did he do? Not kosher with him. FYI, by the way, do you know that Blue was still alive? Remember that guy we killed on that roof? Little freckle kid? Yeah. He's still alive? Still alive. That sucks. Wanted us to go down to Tlone. Oh, no. Engineered the whole thing to set us down there. Yeah. Cardas gave all that up, acting like we're friends. So, yeah, I think we're both pretty much thinking the same thing. We blow up this ship. Wait. Was that your idea or my idea? Why did he tell you that? What's that? Why did he tell you that? Why did Cardas tell me to blow up the ship? No, why did he tell you about the blue thing? I think he was mad at me or something. He was he was mad at me because of my great plan to blow up the ship. I can't think of a reason that he would tell you that. I know. That doesn't make any sense. But I just wanted to let you know that so we're square and we're on the same page about the plan. What's the plan? I guess I 
blow up the ship. <laughs> You're blowing the... Why are you blowing up the ship? Or, or I take it back and we sell it for parts? Is that a smarter plan? I... Why? I don't understand what's going on. Cardas wants to kill us. He he messed up the negotiation part, so he coming he coming for us. I'm assuming that you messed up the negotiation. So so okay. why? So what actually happened? Please tell me what happened. I'm telling you what happened. Blue's alive. He wanted us to go down to Tlone to find the Jedi fulcrum, which we got. But you know they didn't even want the plans. They didn't even want the plants. I asked him if they wanted the shields. He said no. Okay. Did, Did we find anything else down there while we were down there? Yes. What's that? The page from the Journal of the Wills? No, like anything like more interesting that would be interesting to Cardas, not like a book. Cardas wanted to know if we found anything down there. Like something useful, like a gun or like a sword. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the Journal of the Book of the Wills. Okay, and do I have that here on the ship with me? No, it's with me okay, because good. it's one of the most important things in the universe. It's like... Hmm? Yeah. It's a book? Mm. So the reason I was hoping Blue was dead is because he's been following me trying to put together the completed book. Because if you... Whatever you write in... It, it would... Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, 100% there. The actual book of the wills, whatever you write in it becomes true throughout any point in history. Huh? Yeah. Wait, what? Yes. You have to learn to write, and then you can put anything you want in there? <laughs> okay. And how many are you... We got the full... I have, I have two pages at this point. Two pages of a book? Two pages of a book that will... So they'll lead me to the rest of the actual... Two ripped out pages. Two ripped out pages. That will lead me to, to the, the actual book. book of the... They got like an address on them? No, it's it doesn't really work like that. They're they're how, more like how, verse. Wait, hold on, stop. Hold on. How many pages does Blue have? Um, he, he doesn't have any. He's got no pages. Yes. And we've got two. Yes. Okay, we may have to give some of those back to Cardas. No. Okay, you're right. But he doesn't actually. He shouldn't want pages. Why not? Does he know about the writing on them? Does he know about that part? No. That if you write on the book, you get to be the best pilot? I don't pilot? so. I don't think he knows what the Book of the Wills is. Okay. That's stupid of him. I figured it out pretty quick. Okay, so. I'm going to call Cardas back. Okay. I won't tell him about what the book does, about making you the best pilot and, like, the big hero of the galaxy. But we do need to figure out how to write those words. Okay, but I will tell him. I will tell him that we do have the book. No, we're getting it for him. No, we have two pages of the one page. We found one page of the book. I think that this, I think I might be able to spin this so that we end up not even having to blow this ship up. You understand he's an information broker. Gordas? Yes. Yeah. And I think I am going to broker him a deal that he will find very informing. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear My Knock letter? Dear Tamlin. Hello, my name is... Forsin on Fadden, okay, introducing himself at the, the top of the letter. And I am a five galactic standard years old, and I like the Force too. I've tried to make rocks float, and people do what I tell them to do, like you do sometimes, but it doesn't seem to work out right on my end. Mom says that I should just do my homework anyway. I want to learn the way you do things, except for when there are lizards around. Maybe there are lizards around my house too, which is why I can't force things. 
I know the evil empire is being evil and trying to make all Jedi's into evil. So we need to hide out, so I need to be sneaky. But I hope that you can help me start forcing things, and then I'll be able to have big space adventures and have uncles like Trist Valentine's. He is <clears> totally <throat> awesome, and I like it when he is brave and heroic, like Jedi, but he's not a Jedi. Thanks for reading my hypercon message. I hope that you get it and like it, and there's stuff that you can tell me about forcing. Signed, Forcing on Fadden. Did you skip a part where he talked about his other favorite uncles? No, I, I did not, buddy. No. Well, that was a very good letter. Yeah, good job, Forcing. Hmm. Uh, not a single... Griffin question in that letter. Yeah, he wanted to know how he could do force stuff. There were like a hundred questions. First of all, no. <laughs> he said it would be cool. He didn't ask the actual question. There was no upward inflection. Were there any question marks uh, reading that, uh, Bacta? I will go back and review, but I do believe there are question marks. I've got a question. I believe if there are question marks, you use them incorrectly. Yeah, what uh, does the question mark look like? Uh, I give you the finger. Are you going to do it or just say it? I give you the finger. Are you going to... My fingers are busy doing something else. <laughs> So I say, I give you the finger. Okay, oh, I feel like we don't need lewd gestures in front of Tamlin anyway. That's why he's I said seen it. Him. He's I'm seen not him. doing I a lewd gesture. I know how to do it. Is it like this? Yeah, that's exactly it. That's uh, it. Good Tamlin, job. from good now job. on, when I say, I give you the finger, I want you to give Uncle back to the finger. Okay. Yeah, Uncle back to <laughs> Yep, Uncle back to the guy. As long as he's doing that, that's fine. It's fine that I make Tamlin give you the finger. Yeah, when he doesn't like that, it's fine. Okay. When he... <laughs> And he does it. Back to, okay. were there any question marks? Yes, there was one question mark. And what was the sentence preceding that question this, mark? The sentence preceding was, maybe there are lizards around my house too, which is why I can't force things. Okay, okay so his question is, <laughs> are there lizards around my house? Well, uh, McFadden on Findar or wherever Forcing. the- Whatever. Let me answer your question. Uh, who gives <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't. No, no. <laughs> Trist, pull, pull it together. This, All is, right. this was not addressed to you. So your It was basically addressed to me. The your kid- overtext rules about how questions have to be formatted do not apply to this question. Oh, fine. Can't wait to hear how you answer this question. The question that wasn't. <laughs> you gonna finish that sentence? No, this no, is this was, is the that question that wasn't. The question that wasn't. No need to be a jerk, Bacta. Wait, you want to put a question mark at the end of it, Bacta? Well, well, you know it's done then? I give you the finger. Tamlin? Ta-ha! <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> very cute. Okay, so I don't think everybody's force stuff happens immediately, right? You would no. be the one to know. I mean, ours hasn't happened yet, so maybe that theory holds sound. So maybe your force stuff just hasn't happened, but also lots of people don't have force stuff. That's true. I mean, I've kind of always had it, and I wasn't always really good at keeping control of it, and sometimes I accidentally hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um... That's okay. But you've worked at it, and, and now you don't hurt people as much. As much. And Accidentally. When you, when you grow up, you'll you'll hurt people even less. Or maybe it's a bell curve. And when you grow up, you're going to hurt people even more. And this but on is, purpose. Yes, and this is just kind of the... Well, then the, that wouldn't be how a bell curve would be working, because he'd be going up and up and up, and if he's moving up on the track, hurting people less... What if it's the, like a reverse bell curve? Like a bell curve in golf. Well, Starts then. hurting a lot of people accidentally, goes through a learning period where he stops hurting people altogether, and then starts hurting people 
example intentionally and with greater and greater magnitude as All the way, grows. It's still not a bell curve. Is I mean, why is that not a bell curve? And he ramps it looks, up. Looks like a bell to me. Is I that might what be a bell bad curve at myth, but geometry very good at, and you are not describing I, a bell I curve. I don't know what a bell curve is. is just that... know, just know that you're in one. Yeah, you're in a bell curve. It curves <laughs> like a bucket. Like a no, that's a bucket or, curve or a bell. Why wouldn't you just like say a bell? Bucket. Uh, it goes up and down. Okay. Or you can flip it upside down, do the reverse, and then it's. Down and up, like right. a U. And you described something that goes up, then down, and then just no, then back down. up as the ramp of aggression comes back. So then it would be something that was up, went down, and then went back up. Yeah, a reverse bell curve. <laughs> okay, so- I give you the finger. <laughs> Okay, so if you are if you are force sensitive though, you're around the age where you need to start hiding because the empire is going to come and take you, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. I yeah, feel like that's about it. I mean, Jedi with their records would go out to find kids even sooner than that. Yeah, so maybe you do have lizards around your house because it's protecting you. So you'd want to stay there and not do force things. Mm, here's the thing, though. Hmm. If he stays in the house and there are lizards protecting him from force things, then he'll never really know that he has force powers to begin with. It's like a Schrodinger's cat thing, you know? Well, but, but if he's in a safe place, maybe it's cat. better. What's that? I didn't say that. Okay, we used to know this bounty hunter named Schrodinger, <laughs> and he would have this cat. What's it, a cat? A lo- like a loath cat. It's like a loath cat. No, oh, was, like, okay. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah. Schrodinger's loath cat. It was always showing up when bad things happened. That's all. Okay. That's it. Got it. That's Schrodinger's cat. I'm with you. Keep going. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. the whole thing. That's the whole That's story. The whole thing. No, but, I mean, here's no. the thing. If you were there, I, you'd go, oh, it's Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, and he'd show, he'd show up and the cat would show up. That's fine. Yeah. But you were saying something. Yeah, I was talking about the uh, uh, psychological phenomenon, the mind puzzle Schrodinger's cat, where you dead cat in a box and you don't know if it's dead until you open the box. What are you talking about? What are you? Wow. What? You were talking about how... Anyway, so if this kid doesn't get out of his situation, he'll never know if he has the Force powers. The only way to force the Force powers is to run away from home. How old is he, five? Yeah, Yeah. five, Trist. All right, well, I say collect some stuff in a knapsack, run away from home, and uh, hope to live off your Force powers. Do not listen to Trist Valentine. (coughs) Stay with your mum. Don't mess around with the Force if you don't have to. Sounds like uh, definitely what this kid's least favorite uncle would say. Does his potentially second least favorite uncle want to chime in with any more dumb rules? I don't know. Nemo's in the shower. Oh, burn on Nemo. Burn on Nemo. What do we call him an uncle? <laughs> well, that's a burn, oh, kiddo. That is a bur- Here is a burn ball, my friend. Wow, you go- and you get Linux, too. <laughs> uh, that is up to you, my friend, because you are the one who makes the ultimate uncle decisions. Yeah, I'm just not sure that he's like, I'm not sure he's there. Go with your gut. Fair enough. You already got four uncles, okay? You don't need another one. Correct. That's it's true. Yep. That math checks out. Okay. I feel like And we're all thinking of a different fourth person, I'm yep. sure. <laughs> we yeah. Had... Well let's all say the name of that person on three. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Tony. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like we got that resolved. Thank you so much for sending in your question. Please don't leave um if you don't have to leave um. Wait, Lintel? <laughs> yeah. Laroon? Is that her last name? You don't know anything, do you? I know how to use a goddamn question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. 
The vulnerability behind the glass with a side of sass, open-ended, seeks the people behind the screens through stories that intersect technology and culture. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. BACTA is performed by James D'Amato, who can be found on Twitter at, at @oneshotrpg and on his podcast, The One Shot Podcast. Trist Valentine is performed by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at, at @jpsofly or on stage with Devil's Daughter at IO Chicago. Lena Gilo is performed by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at, at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast Dilettante Ball or on stage with Houndstooth at the Bug House Theater. I'm Cat Cool, and I can be found on Twitter at, at @wolvesarecool with cool spelled like my last name, K-U-H-L, or also on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for the show. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of Yesteryear. Until next time. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Passion.